Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Today on Real Ghost Stories Online, what do you do when you find out your friend's house, the one you're about to spend the night in, is very, very, very haunted? Welcome to Real Ghost Stories Online. Call in your real ghost story now at 855-853-4802 or write in at realghoststoriesonline.com. You're about to enter the world of the unknown and quite possibly the undead. This is Real Ghost Stories Online. That indeed it is. Welcome to the program, 855-853-4802. 4802. You can call it 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and share your real ghost stories with us. Of course, you can also write in at realghoststoriesonline.com. And even better, if you want access to all of our advanced episodes, the archive of episodes, our bonus episode archive, all of it ad-free, check out our premium subscription option for you there on Apple Podcasts. You can do it for three days free. On Apple Podcasts. If you're not on Apple Podcasts, you can uh, go and check it out at patreon.com slash real ghost stories or on our website at ghostpodcast.com. You become an extra podcast person, get access to all of the bonus episodes. Like I said, everything's commercial free, advanced stuff. It's all there for you to binge away on. Tony and Carol Hughes with you on today's episode of the program. What's going on? Hey, Tony. Hey, Carol. Not too much. This is really weird because you and I normally record at night. We're recording during the day. It's so the it's new just normal. a whole different atmosphere here. It is. It's bright. It's sunny. There's nothing creepy about my uh, office at all right now, but it's, and it's, it's the funny new norm. because normally when we record, I have to go because I'm weird like this, but a lot of people are weird like this. Like I have to make sure all of my curtains are shut so uh-huh. nobody can peek in or anything like that. Are they shut right now? No. That's what's crazy. So people can peek in during the day. And, and- that's okay. It's okay Although during I the guess day. That would scare, I guess that would scare the shit out of me. It would be but I weird. Think it's, it's something about the idea of people watching me and I can't see them mm-hmm. is creepy. So kind of like a webcam <laughs> would be creepy to I'm you too. Little, yeah, kind of like Because people that. could watch you and you couldn't see them. That would be kind of creepy. 
Yeah. yeah. And I don't have a webcam, so. Well, there you go. Yeah. Then nobody can okay. hack in and, and just start watching you. That would be. Yeah. That would be creepy. Uh, 855-853-4802 is our phone number. I see our first story here actually comes out of your state in uh, El, it's El Dorado, they say it there, right? El, El Dorado yeah, El, that's, here. Yeah, yeah, El Dorado, other, other places. places would, yeah, other places would say El Dorado. We don't. In, in Wisconsin, we had El Dorado too. We didn't say El Dorado. We said it. And you know, here we yeah. have Salina versus Salina. Yeah, yeah, that's And true. El Dorado versus El Dorado. Yeah. And the river is the... Yeah, this one's from El Dorado. El Dorado, Kansas. About 16 years ago, a friend of mine claimed... He used to live in a haunted house that his mom still owned, which meant he still had the key. This house sits one block south of the old middle school. One could, one cold fall night, there was about seven of us hanging out when the subject of Elsie came up. Not knowing who Elsie was, I made the mistake of asking. One of our other friends explained to me that Elsie was a ghost that haunted this house that my friend used to live in. She was normal, pretty quiet, unless you made her mad by cursing or asking her questions. If you upset her, she'd throw things across the room and sounds would come from the other parts of the house. Oh, this got me excited, especially when someone said, let's go see her. A friend that used to live there didn't like this idea because he was scared of her from years of living in the house and experiencing things she did. He said that he used to have a blanket hanging over a window to block out the sun. One night he woke up to see the form of a figure on the other side of the blanket picture the scene from the conjuring when the mom is hanging sheets on the clothesline and you can see the outline of the figure by this time i'm ready to go over and see what all this is about and we finally talk him into going over to the house he walked in turned on the light in the entryway and there were random things around the family and living room stuff they had left behind tables boxes things like that as soon as the door closed i had this feeling as if someone was standing across the room staring at us from the pitch-black kitchen. I didn't mention my feelings to anyone else. I just played it off like nothing was wrong with me. At that time, someone asked, what do we do? Before I knew it, one of my friends called out her name, said a couple of curse words, and we all kind of laughed and waited, but nothing happened. I said, let's go upstairs. Show me where your room is. We all walk upstairs in the dark, and they were walking down the hallway. The door next to me slammed shut. We all panicked until I looked down and noticed that there was an electrical cord that ran under the door. As one of the girls walked towards it, it must have got caught on her foot, creating a tension and pulling the door shut. We kind of looked at the place as a bust, thinking our friends were just trying to scare us and headed back downstairs. Well, about the time that we got back down the stairs, a couple of our other friends came busting through the back door and startled us which was their intention we all had a good laugh and about that time someone said yeah we knew you wouldn't do anything to us you bitch right at that moment of that being said the two doors upstairs slammed shut seconds apart but from opposite sides of the house something sounded like it was running down the stairs towards us i was facing the stairs and there was nothing there i could hear feet hit the bottom step. A split second later, an object was tossed off the mantle, no more than 10 feet from us, landing on the other side of the room. The laughing was over as we all stared at each other. I felt like I couldn't get out of the house quick enough. I was the last one out the door, and I know for a fact that I did not close that front door behind me. When we were standing on the curb, shaken from what just happened, I looked up, and the door was shut tightly. When I asked, 
who closed the door. The light in the entryway shut off. We ran to our vehicles, got out of there, leading back up. No one would say anything about it. You could tell we were all pretty shaken. I still will not drive by this house daytime or night. It doesn't matter. From time to time, one of us will bring it up and we'll laugh at how the other reacted. But deep down, I think we cover our feelings of being scared with that laughter. I would agree. I think, you know, that's it's a defense mechanism. Laughter. To, oh, yeah. To kind of put something that was somewhat traumatic away or to try and, and work through it. Well, and I think there's another lesson to be learned in this one. Yeah. Don't go calling this spirit bitch. Like, I think that was just taunting. Like, Elsie could have been a really nice person. And then when they said bitch, it's like, yeah. whatever the, it was, show us what you got, bitch, or something like that. And then I was like, I'll show you what I got. I just think that's not, you know, be, I, I don't know. Like, you know me, I don't ever want to go on haunted places anyway. But, like, if you're going to do that and explore something, and then you're taunting it like that in a real mean way, mm-hmm. I just don't think anything good comes from that. Uh, I agree. I uh, I think that sometimes that's, I mean, some people use it as a tactic to try and communicate. But keep in mind, you got to think of these ghosts sometimes as people. If you started yelling and cursing at somebody, do you, you know, are you going to get the type of reaction you want? Or are you going to get somebody that's kind of defensive? And maybe you'll get some action, but is it is it the type of action that you want? And what if it's not a person? <laughs> What if it's something much darker or it's a person that you're, you don't really realize who it is. And it turns out to be somebody uh, you don't want to be taunting like that. And obviously Elsie don't go for that shit. Elsie ain't having none of that up in (laughs) here, up in here. Just anybody named Elsie, you know, you just, you can't mess with them. I have a cow. And that's interesting too, because that house would only be maybe 30 minutes from where I live. Now I want to figure out where it is. Go out there, find Elsie. I have a I'll just I, be walking around at night. Elsie. I have a cow named Elsie. I go into my backyard and I actually shout that sometimes because I have a cow named Elsie. You do. She comes over. She looks like the uh the Borden milk cow uh or butter. It, it, she's just happy, got the two little horns, and uh just the nice she thinks she's a dog. She and often your dog thinks he's a cow. It's great. They kind of have this confusion going on, but it works. <laughs> so like they adore each other. It's really cute. They do. They do. They lay down to, next to each other. They watch out for each other. They're they're good buddies. In fact, because um, I mentioned this on the air before that I'm I'm going to be moving, um, so people are what's going to happen with the animals? Well, the dogs, you know, the the dogs in the house are are coming with us. But I have this is kind of weird. Uh, when you sell a home, sometimes there's things you write in there and convey that they go with the home that otherwise may not. So I have put in there. The cows and the dog outside go along with the home if someone would like. They don't have to, but they they can come along. And I hope whoever gets this wants that because it's a little farm and a lot of people just, it's it's turnkey. You get your two cows there that are already like friendly and you get the, and I, then they don't have to move and don't have to have that uh, that change. But if I and need to really find a sweet, home. It's really sweet because yeah. um, Morgan, your dog is really, really attached to those cows. Yeah, I and like to like, try and move them all he together. He loves, you know, and it's a breed that wants to be outside and protect animals like, what is it, Great Pyrene- Park, Great Pyrenees? Yeah. And they like to protect the other animals mm-hmm. from the more dangerous ones, you know, like 
coyotes or fox or something. Yeah. So they'll be out there protecting them. That's their job. Mm-hmm. It's really sweet. They yeah. have a really sweet friendship. It would be very bizarre, though, if I put them in the city uh, in like a like a half acre backyard and it's just like. <laughs> um, there's nothing in the HOA I saw that said anything about having dairy cows in your backyard. So I decided to have one. Hope you don't mind. Hope you don't mind, everybody. <laughs> and then that's how you get those clauses in HOA things where it's like, wow, somebody did this once. And that's why it's <laughs> exactly. in there now. But exactly. if you're the first to do it, they, they couldn't have told you no. So anyone else going forward won't be able to have cows. But I'll just, you know, pack the two of them in the backyard. <laughs> so... <laughs> Who knows? Uh, let's go to the story. And if you want to write yours, and you can do it at realghoststoriesonline.com or call toll-free 855-853-4802. It says, I moved into this house with my wife and two kids here in San Antonio, Texas. My wife was away at work. The kids were in school and I had the day off. So I was bored and had been watching re- reruns of Ghost Hunters. I got an iPhone and thought, let me try this out and see if maybe I can catch something here. I hit the voice memo on the recorder and decided to start with, is there any entity in this house? Gave it a few seconds and then asked, do you like us being here? I waited, then asked, if you're here, what's your name? At that point, about 30 seconds or so passed, and I stopped and played it back. To my surprise, I got a response back. As soon as I started the tape, I heard a weird noise in the background that wasn't there when I started. When I asked for its name, all I heard was, get out. I know that sounds so cliche, but it really did say that. I just felt goosebumps go up my arm, but that was all the response I got that day. Well, with that happening, I wanted more, so I told my wife about the recordings, and she told me to stop messing around with stuff that I didn't understand. I still didn't listen, but the one that really sent shivers up my spine was when my brother-in-law came to visit. It was about 9 o'clock, and we decided to try another recording. My wife was gone because she hated me doing this kind of stuff, and she's very superstitious. So with her and the kids gone, me and my brother-in-law there, we started the iPhone recording, and my brother was trying to provoke it and said some words that I can't really type on this family show. But one thing was, did you die here? And if you show yourself... You scared piece of shit, and you just a bleep bleep for nothing. You can only talk into the phone. Do something right now. Knock three times or move something. I told him to stop. I was starting to feel uneasy and waited for a few seconds, then played it back. When he asked, did you die here? You can hear in the background, look what they did to me. Jesus, it still gives me goosebumps while I'm typing this. We started yelling like, whoa, did you, did you hear that? I told him to be quiet and we continued to listen. When we got to the part where he called out the ghost by calling it a piece of shit, you can hear a little girl laughing in the background and when stopped, when she stopped, you hear someone talk. It sounds like a man, but it sounds weird, like if he's talking backwards. We couldn't understand him. It sounded evil to me. And all you hear is a tingling music sound in the background, like a music box. I can't explain it. After that, I showed my wife the recordings and she got very upset and told me to cut it out because I'm starting to piss off the beings that are here. We ended up moving out of that house in 2013, not because of the activity there, just financial problems. Well, that's my story. Just like to say I enjoy your show and hope to catch more EVPs and send them to your show. Thank you. Another story of taunting the dead. Exactly. But then it sounds like it didn't escalate into anything. 
yeah. outside of just hearing the voices on the recording. Thankfully. Yeah. But I think they then were the like, wife coming in as the voice of reason. Yeah. Thank God for her. Yeah. Again, it's the voices that they're hearing. I mean, you don't know what you're messing with. You don't know what you're getting and not something to, you know, it, it's not something to, to just play around with for the hell of it. Have intention if you're going to do it. And, and they were, and that's what they were doing. And have, have a purpose and have, uh, you know, some, some rules essentially to to work by because anything and everything a free-for-all that's where you get things that go off the rails pretty quick because i also can see how if someone tried that like i'm gonna see if i get anything and you do yeah i totally see how it's like then the brother-in-law comes over it's like let's check this out oh it's addictive yeah yeah and then it becomes like kind of a compulsion in you know, what are you doing with all this? Like you keep asking, you know, are you there and trying to communicate at some point? I think the communication might get to where you really don't want it. Yeah, exactly. That's why I only use Ouija boards in outbuildings. I don't use them in the, I know that was a recording, the device that they used, but yeah, you only use them in, in, in places that are not your home and uh, other God buildings. you've got a barn and well, exactly. And sometimes buildings, sometimes good- you just, you know, you go to an Airbnb and do it in that house <laughs> Actually, that's something I would be very, um, I guess I'd be a little concerned with, Um, especially if you're doing an Airbnb and it's like an older place. Um, I would imagine you're going to get people that are going to go in there and do that sort of thing. So then do you have to write that into your agreement? Well, yeah. Seances or Ouija board sessions at my house. You know, I suppose you can, but isn't that almost like an invite, though, at the same point where it's like, whoa, they said no Ouija boards. How are they ever going to know? You know, then they do a Ouija board. I would, I mean, I, the last place I stayed in Kansas City was this old loft that was a really neat building. Um, it was uh, just old and, you know, probably hundred some years old. God knows what, you know, an L had been over the years. But yeah, I mean, if you were a Ouija board using individual, I think that would have been a great place to kind of get a little more info on what, what's going on there, try to communicate with something there. Cause I would imagine there was, um, we, did we have some? There, I think a few times some people heard some noises, but again, it's an old building. So, I mean, it could have really been anything, but um, you kind of felt it there, but it wasn't, it, it felt warm. It felt good. I definitely see how people would rent houses and places like that or stay yeah. in haunted hotels just for that reason. Well, there's a like lot of... The, they're yeah. going to do the Ouija board shit. There's a lot of haunted hotels that will say, yeah, you can stay here, but you can't, no Ouija boards are allowed. Um, there's a lot of haunted locations that people, you know, rent out uh, police, places that they bought specifically because they're haunted. And now it's used for paranormal research um, that some will say, you know, you can use all your other equipment, but no Ouija boards, no seances, this or that. But a lot of it is kind of the honor system. And not everybody follows the honor system. So, what? Are you sure? What? Not everybody follows the honor system. Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> it's not that tested or effective of a a way of uh, communicating something of your wishes. No, it's just like a little kid. So if you write, you're right. If you write that into the contract and say no Ouija boards, that's when they're going to go buy one if yeah. they don't have one. First thing, it. they're stopping yeah. at the uh, at the Toys R Us if they're in Canada where they still exist and getting a, uh, a Ouija board. But, um, 
Ghost Kitty is our next story. It says our hometown, our townhome, was built in the 70s. Several families have lived in the house before us when we moved in. I noticed uh, staining about a foot above the floor on the walls of the master bedroom. We painted the walls not long after moving in. My husband and I felt the sensation of a cat then jumping on the bed and slowly moving up the bed. We have cats, but this cat wasn't visible and you could not feel anything such as fur or a body. We started talking to it when we felt that familiar jump on the bed. During the 16 years we've lived in the house, ghost kitty still jumps on the bed and we still talk to it. We have live kitties that live in the house as well, and they also sleep on the bed, but they do not seem to be afraid or care that another kitty shares the bed with them. We do not have any information about this cat when it lived or its name. The cat is friendly, and we do not fear it. Uh, yeah, there's. I think there's a lot of ghost pets in different places. I think that's so fascinating because we've had lots of stories. In fact, you've had story of a cat you had that jumped on your bed after yep. it was gone. And I just think stories like that are so interesting. Sure. And I kind of thought after I lost, cause I lost a cat, then I lost my dog and I haven't had anything like that. Although the bed I have, if even when my actual cats jump up on it, I don't always feel it. Mm-hmm. Cause some older beds, it's real obvious. But it's just a very distinct feeling when your pet jumps on the bed. Like yeah. You know what that is. You know it's your cat. And especially since they have cats and they feel that on the bed and then there's no cat there. It is a very distinct feeling. I had it for so many years and I just kept writing it off. I don't know, with me and always thinking ghostly things, I guess there was, there was a lot of me that, you know, I guess never thought I would have anything happen. So I wrote a lot of it off as just like, well, that's, you know, whatever, muscle memory. Because another thing I had, it's interesting when you are, especially from childhood, the routines that you get into, I think those are some of the most imprinted things on your brain that will always be there. And there, there's two of them for me in the morning or in my bedroom, rather, my, in my parents' house that still manifest themselves to this day. Uh, one, the cat on the edge of the bed, feeling like there's a cat that's jumping up. Um, I still had that sometimes when I stayed there and would think nothing of it until started doing the show. The other, and I do not think this is paranormal, but it's just muscle memory or, or it's not really a muscle, it's your brain. Every single day, my dad going to work in the morning, you could hear his truck come out of the garage and then we had a gravel driveway and you hear the you know the crunch of the gravel underneath the tires and he backs up and then he puts it uh into drive and then you know gets it up the driveway but there's a process to it and i remember when i moved out at 18 i would still wake up every morning at about 6 30 and hear that sound even though my eyes oh, were shut and i was not in that house but my mind would still I would I might be slander with my eyes shut and I'd still be thinking I was in that house and hearing that. And to this day, sometimes I still, especially if you're coming out of a dream that maybe is taking place in a different time. Like if you're dreaming, like you're back in high school or something, I will be laying there. And when your mind's out of it, I've had that not that long ago, honestly, I think in the last two, two or three months where I thought I heard, Oh, dad's going off, going to work. And all of a sudden it's like, Oh, wait a second. I'm 40. <laughs> I live in Arkansas with my daughter. And yeah, I, I should not be hearing this. And I haven't been in that house for 22 years. 
uh, hearing that. But it's interesting how your mind will place some things like that back to you. And it wasn't traumatic or anything like that. It was just imprinted. It was just there for so long that it, it didn't go away. And, and that, that kind of makes me wonder, like, are there more things like that that we attribute to something that's paranormal where it's just like our mind having a, our brain having a little glitch in it? Yeah, I something? would think there would be. Yeah. Not everything, but I think no, there's times. No, 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 but maybe there's some things. Yeah, I mean, that would not be surprising at all. But no, it's, it's interesting. interesting. I, I, it's always dreams are so fascinating to me because I can be in a completely different world in those dreams and pop out and it takes me a moment to like get grounded and remember who I am. Yeah, sometimes those dreams, it's like, what? where am I? What am I? Who, where, you know, it's just this, Total confusion when you wake up. Oh, I've had moments where I'm like, where, you know, usually when my eyes are still shut, but it's like, oh, wait a second. Cause you, you were, you're so identifying with that dream that you're having, but that dream is like not remotely you or it's, it's like completely different setting, different people. But I, I do think I have dreams that are continual where it's, it's like serialized where I go back and revisit some of these people in some of these places. Cause I'll be in a dream going, Oh, I remember that's down that road over there. And these are places that don't exist. They're just in my dreams. When I go to them, I visit them. I have relationships with people in these dreams. Uh, and I'm not talking sexual. Mm. I'm just, I'm just saying, you know, they're interpersonal relationships where they're people. Um, I'm not talking sex at all. I'm just, you know, and it's like reincarnation dreams, like people but they're that not, knew. But they're not in, in a historical setting either. It's it's just like current day, but it's like a different, I don't know. It's, it's like if there was a, a different me out there somewhere. And I mean, I've had times where I wake up and I'm like, okay, where am I? I am I married? Do I have kids? Do I, and it all comes back, but it's fucking weird. And I guess, I mean, that would be the only way I can kind of understand um, dementia, if you will, a little bit. Because I wonder if dementia is a lot of that, where your your brain's not quite clicking back over as fast as it should be. You know, in a dream, you kind of, you go from that. But when you're suffering from dementia, is it kind of doing that? Where it's clicking over in this, you know, fantasy dream world, and it's taking longer for it uh, to get mm-hmm. back into gear over yeah. here in reality. I don't know. It's just, it's trying to, I'm, I'm finding it interesting to try to find perspectives and understand what others are going through. And I think that's kind of the only way that I kind of do that one. Uh, let's go to a caller, 855-853-4802. Hi. Hi, my name is Heidi, and I absolutely love you. You crack me up. I just found your podcast, and I never thought that I could listen to true crime or ghost stories and laugh. And oh my God, do I laugh. Um, so my story, I was pregnant. I was 19 years old and of course young and dumb. And um, I was about eight months pregnant and I'm in my grandfather's house. And one of my girlfriends calls and I answer the phone and I can't hear her. So I turn the TV off and as I turn the TV off, I could see in the reflection of the TV that there was a man sitting behind me on the couch. I look over my shoulder. There's nobody there. I turn the lamp beside me off 
and then on again. And he was still sitting there in the reflection, but he was not on the couch. Um, kind of freaked out, but, you know, I thought, okay, just seeing shit, crazy, pregnant at 19, losing my shit. Didn't think really much about it. A couple days later, um, I go to get into my car, and it's nighttime, and, you know, this is back in the 90s, like 200 years ago, where you don't have the keyless remote, um, you have to actually put your key in the door. So I'm putting my key in my car, and I can see in my glass window reflection that man is standing behind me, and he's standing very close to me. And I turn around over my shoulder, scared to death, and see nothing there. I look far window, he's still there. I hurry up, I get the hell in my car, and I get out of there. Now, back track a little bit. The first time I saw him on the couch, it did not scare me at all. It was extremely interesting to me. I was like, what the hell? But when he was standing so close to me, behind me on the street, outside of the house, that scared me. The next day, I went to my mom, and I sounded crazy, I'm sure, and I was telling her all about it, and I was describing this man perfectly. Um, light blue button-up shirt, dark blue pants. He almost looked like back in the day um, the gas station attendants that pumped your gas for you, you know? But now your lazy ass has to get out the car and pump your gas yourself, so if you remember back in the day, you know, again, 200 years ago. Anyways, so I'm telling my mom about this, and I noticed this the color for my mom's face started to drain and she just left me standing there ran up the stairs came back down the stairs and she handed me a laminated newspaper clipping of a man in a coffin and it was him and he was in his prison blues i'm gonna cry he was in the same clothes that i saw him in it was my mom's brother who I had never been told about because my family was ashamed. He was in prison for robbing a bank, an unarmed robbery, and he had seven days to be released, and he hung himself. Fast forward it to March 15th of this year, March 15th, 2020. My son that I was carrying the day that I saw my uncle, he took his own life the same way. He hung himself. And I don't know. I'd love to hear, trying not to cry, I'd love to hear your opinion or anybody's opinion on this story. It's all true. It's not crazy. Anyways, um, I love your show, and I love you. You make me laugh, and obviously right now, I need it. <laughs> I need to laugh. So I hope you enjoy the story. Thank you. Thank you for professing your love to me. I do appreciate that. <laughs> More than once. More than once. Uh, you know, seriously, I, I appreciate uh, you know your, your story and, and all those kind of words. Um, but yeah, that's... That's yeah, 
it, it, that story took a big turn that I was not expecting. No, like no, not when it came to her own child, and it's like it's very interesting how she kept seeing someone next to her, mm-hmm. and sounds like it was her uncle. Who you know, it does which is super creepy, and it's interesting that. Like, it wasn't just in one place, you know? Like, she went to her car and saw the reflection there and in the TV, you know? I think that's interesting. A lot of times it's, you know, connected to one place. So, obviously, that's connected to her. And Yeah. The the idea of seeing the, the figure in the TV is so creepy to me. It's so creepy. Especially older TVs, you know, the old tube TVs and all that. Because it's just... I don't know. Like there, there's something, yeah, or or like through the the fall or the the white noise. If you know if people remember that, but yeah, you know, the idea. The TVs, um, TVs used to make a weird noise too, like a very high pitched sound. Like you could, you would know if you could pick up on that frequency if there was a TV on in a house, even if it was the volume was down. And I remember being in places where it's like, it sounds like there's a TV on, but there's no TV. Like, what the hell is that? It was, if I get that sometimes now and it's weird, it's like nobody has TVs like that anymore. Well, and when I was a kid and I lived in that haunted house, we had, um, I'd go to bed and then I could hear the TV. Yeah. And like the TV was on, but the TV was off. Because back then there wasn't even a remote. You had to physically go turn the TV off. And so... All like that was way back, you know. You had three or four stations, everybody signed off at midnight. It wasn't 24 hour programming, which seems really weird these days. Yeah, just the idea to be they play the national anthem and then they go off the air. Yep, so they play the national anthem, and then right after the national anthem, anthem, it would go, Yep, and I would hear that. Like, I'd wake up, you know, because I'd probably go to bed nine or ten at night. I was a kid, I'd wake up. I'd hear the TV on, and then I'd hear the national anthem come on, and then I'd hear. Yeah. And we only had one TV, and that was downstairs, so I shouldn't have really been able to hear all that anyway. But you were picking it up. Yeah. It's just weird. Creepy story. That's just such a sad, that's a sad story. And, you know, I don't know that the two are necessarily connected in a dark paranormal way, but maybe in a genetic way in that sometimes people, you hear stories about families with um, people taking their lives and it kind of seems like it's happened the generation before the generation before. And I just wonder if, you know, there's a darkness, like, you know, depression maybe or something that. Yeah. Well, genetically, I think, yeah, you're going to be predisposed to that just because, if you have that in your family, it's likely to be somewhat that's going to be an issue for you too. Um, it's a matter of, I don't want to, after listening to the story, I don't like the idea of those two being connected. It just seems that makes me, I don't know. Cause like the, the uncle being in jail and then doing it before he got out of jail. It's just, it's just either way, they're not good scenarios, but it's just tortured. And that just makes me so sad. And then for her to have to live through this, yeah, you know, as a parent, I don't know how you do that. I, I just either. don't. I don't. I, I, I can't contemplate it. 
Thank you for sharing uh, those experiences with us today uh, here on the program. That's going to wrap up today's episode of Real Ghost Stories Online. If you like the show and you want access to more of it, how about all the commercial free, all the advanced episodes, the full archive, world's largest audio archive of ghost stories, plus our archive of bonus episodes. You get all of those as well when you become an extra podcast person. Sign up to be a premium subscriber on Apple Podcasts. Even try it for three days free right now. If you're not there, patreon.com slash Stories or our website, ghostpodcast.com. Until next time, for Carol and Tony, thanks for listening to Real Ghost Stories Online. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, any Anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. 
Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No Confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's bestsellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com, code GLOW. Get ahead of the postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts for up to 89% off USPS and UPS services, so your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. 
Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer.